This is a way to reduce how much stuff you bring into the house. Now, for those of you who have small children, one of the things you could do is you could have them get rid of things prior to the influx of Christmas presents. Surely lying around somewhere in your house, and if you don't, God bless you, I'm super impressed, are the items that are from several years ago that your kids just never play with anymore. They could totally be sent out to charities that are looking for these kinds of things at this time of year. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you hate to shop, you could shop online. Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design, and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. A strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. It's the season of giving. I'm Catherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and of the Uncluttered Office podcast. And this week is episode 29. We're continuing on with uncluttered holidays. So far, we have covered being intentional, setting boundaries, and creating the ideal calendar for you and for your family with the emphasis first on you. So, I mentioned Scrooge. Here's the deal. This episode's going to be all about gift giving and how you do it without breaking the bank. So Market Watch reports that 44% of shoppers rack up more than $1,000 in Christmas debt. I don't know about you, but I really don't want to be opening that credit card bill in January, right? So let's talk about getting intentional around gift giving. I find the easiest thing to do is to start with gratitude. What are you grateful for? Well, we've had Thanksgiving, and therefore we can enter this holiday season with those grateful feelings. Also talk about what matters for us as we're setting our intentions for Christmas, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa. Do you find that your holidays are really that materialistic, that you are buying into the Christmas movies, the Hallmark ads, the Hallmark um, movies. I said that already. The uh, advertising on TV is really so much about how great you're going to feel when you receive XYZ gift. Maybe that's not true. Maybe it would be great if you started with not buying into that. So focus on what really matters to you. 
we had the best time Saturday before I got this wonderful gift of a cold from my child. <laughs> That's why I sound super snuffy. We went, actually, excuse me, it was Sunday. Sunday, we went to Jones Family Tree Farm. Absolutely one of our favorite things to do at the holidays. We get their delicious cookies and their hot apple cider and some greenery to string up on the front of the house. Usually I buy a few ornaments. So yes, I do spend some money and I pick up some wine because they have really good wine there. But we just have this great time together as a family and it doesn't require spending a ton of money to go and have this time sitting by the outdoor fire. We borrowed my sister-in-law's dog, Bernice, who is so super cute and fun. So that was really great. We've never taken a dog to the farm before because we don't have a dog. Uh, brilliant idea on the part of my husband. So my dad says, jokingly, every year that all he wants for Christmas is peace and quiet. <laughs> As an adult, I can tell you I totally get that now. I can see why he would have said that. He is kind of a wise Alzheimer. How can you give someone the gift of peace and quiet for Christmas? Maybe it's that you take the kids out for an hour and let your wife take a bubble bath. Or maybe it's if you're the wife, you send the husband out to uh, play some golf. This time of year, that's not so easy in the Northeast, but maybe he wants to make a Home Depot run or go out with the guys and play poker or something. I don't know. I'm not a guy. <laughs> my folks, my dad, I give them the gift of Amazon gift cards. They absolutely are avid readers. They adore reading. For my dad, sitting on his deck in the Florida sunshine, which he, he likes to remind us of what the temperature is pretty much every day in the winter. Thanks, Dad. But he loves reading his book out on his patio uh, in Florida. Yes. Okay. There we go again with the warm weather. Thanks, Dad. Yep. So your most thoughtful gift may not be the most expensive one. It's not super expensive for me to get my folks Amazon gift cards. And they love those books and they love reading them. And they love saying what they're reading while sitting on the deck in 70 degree plus weather. Can you see someone here is really wishing she were taking the uh, Florida vacation this year? Oh, yeah. So let's keep it closer to home and to young people. Think about the homemade gifts you've received over the years from your children, I can tell you that ornament that's the hand-painted on the inside, I still don't understand quite how they did it, but her teacher was positively magic, is the most wonderful ornament to put up on the tree. I just love it, and it means so much. And she was like three years old. Her teacher was just amazing, I and mean, maybe she was five. I'm going to offend some teacher in the relaying of this story. So I'm just going to say when she was really young, between the ages of three and five, one of her remarkable, marvelous, amazing teachers, they were all great, helped her create this ornament, and it broke. Literally, I received it broken. I was undone, and the teacher came back and said, we'll remake it. And they did. So I, that's still on our tree 11 years later. And no, it hasn't broken. And it's somewhere between nine and 11 years since I'm incorporating all those years of childhood. So I actually have the one my mother gave me from when I was a child. And I can't say I love it. I think it's kind of dorky. I think my kids is way cooler. But the fact is, it's really super meaningful. And it also goes on my tree. So pretty cool thing. 
So how are you going to get into the holiday season and gift giving and not breaking the bank? You're going to set a budget. I know this sounds really crazy, but you really don't want to start your new year with a whole bunch of credit card debt. So in our household, ever since she was little, we have told our daughter that Santa has a budget of $300. Do we spend $300? I wish I could say we were that disciplined. We probably spend $400. We forgot to include the stocking. <laughs> so I'm going to guess it's probably about $100 on the stocking, and it's about $300 for the gift giving. And in fact, this year, I had said to her, you didn't choose anything expensive for your gifts, except that by the time we started adding everything up, it was. So her expensive gift, which is this really cool gaming chair, and she knows this, I'm not ruining anything for her. She's 14 and a half, and, and she understands the magic of Santa in a 14 and a half year old appropriate way. Uh, the chair will be a gift for her birthday, which comes in the spring. She is so lucky. You'll see why when I get further into this podcast. So my husband and I exchange experiences. Occasionally I'll have him, um, I'll pick out some costume jewelry, but mostly at this point, we really love to trade experience gifts. So for him, it's usually hockey tickets and he either goes with the guys or with us. And for me, it's typically some kind of a massage or appointment at a salon, which I absolutely adore. We also give trips to one another. So we'll do like a family trip. We are taking a very brief, long weekend ski trip. And that is part of our holiday gift giving. So here are some things I read about that I haven't done necessarily. Oh, by the way, I want to go back to my spouse. I give him, he gives me a budget and then I choose the items and then he selects from those items of what I might want. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Newsflash, ladies, guys don't always know what you want for the holidays. They may not know what gift you want. And there's nothing wrong with giving them three to five ideas and saying, hey, choose one of these and I'll be wildly happy. Wouldn't you rather be really happy to open a gift than make your poor guy figure it out? P.S. Let's flip this the other direction, men. In fairness to them, sometimes we ladies have no clue what they want. So just be open to your spouses, recognizing that there are a variety of kinds of families in the world and that two spouses could be same gender. So just keep that in mind, that the other person in your life may not know what it is that really rocks your world and makes you happy. Totally give them a list. It doesn't take any of the romance or fun or excitement out of it because if you put three to five items, you're only going to get one or two of them, right? So 
totally awesome idea. Okay, now I'm going to move forward on this. Probably a little late in the game for this this year, but I read about this and I think it's super cool and you could do it for next year. That is, you set aside envelopes for each person and you put cash in them as you go along and then you don't use your credit card at all. You've put aside the cash in advance, you know exactly how much you're going to spend on each person and you can take those envelopes out and do your shopping from them. Brilliant idea. I totally think I'm going to do that next year. I wish I had thought of that. And guess what? Now you're not going to have credit card debt because you saved the cash up front. Winning. You could also shop in advance, have a smidge of planning. We certainly have done that with some of the gifts we've gotten for our kiddo and gotten some great sales and been very psyched. The biggest thing to remember with this is where the heck you hid stuff. And some of the holiday socks we bought really far in advance, we didn't realize the little critter would decide to wrap presents really early. Uh, and she was in the holiday spirit and found those socks, which doesn't sound like a big deal. Fortunately, it was just socks. But we had to relocate where we had presents, which was pretty funny. So just keep that in mind. You can limit the number of gifts you give. In our families, we only give gifts to the children. Uh, that's a great way to quickly limit how many gifts you're going to give. My brother and I don't give each other gifts. We absolutely love going out on his boat and bird watching. That's our thing. What, what a much better gift is that time I can spend with my brother doing something we love. Okay. So I kind of already started touching on giving gifts, but let's just continue on. So in just a few days, I'll be turning 54 years old. And because of that, I created something called 54 Clutter-Free Gifts. These are gifts you can give that don't cause clutter. <gasps> oh, like, you know, how glad are we that we're past the age of stepping on Legos and our bare feet? Just, just ask any parent what that experience is like. So this is a way to reduce how much stuff you bring into the house. Now, for those of you who have small children... One of the things you could do is you could have them get rid of things prior to the influx of Christmas presents. Surely lying around somewhere in your house, and if you don't, God bless you, I'm super impressed, are the items that are from several years ago that your kids just never play with anymore. They could totally be sent out to charities that are looking for these kinds of things at this time of year. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you hate to shop, you could shop online or you could designate one day that you're going to do all your shopping. What you're trying to do is not shop while you're at work. So your productivity remains high. Sorry about that folks, but two, three hours on Amazon when you're supposed to be sending out that report, probably not a great plan. So save it for your lunch break or take a day off at the holiday season and shop in advance. Uh, in advance, I mean sometime in the month of December. Okay, teacher gifts. Never easy to figure out what to get teachers. Luckily, my sister-in-law is a teacher. So what do teachers love? They love gift cards, something like a coffee gift card or a gift card to, if you know it, uh, their favorite uh, place for a manicure pedicure, like a salon. I tend to give locally made food. What do I mean by this? Uh, Sport Hill Farm is near us. And Patty Pop puts together beautiful bags of popcorn kernels. I give these out with a lovely card handwritten by my daughter because it's her teachers. Pretty much everybody loves popcorn. Uh, it's gluten-free. It's 
mostly hypoallergenic. It is something that if you don't eat it personally, you'll make for your kids or your grandkids. It is an awesome, fun gift, and we always get such rave reviews about it. So I get 10 bags of them. I think they're approximately $10 each. That's about $100. That's a pretty reasonable budget for several teachers. Your maintenance folks, um, when I mean maintenance, I'm talking about people who do your landscaping, uh, the person who possibly cleans your house, uh, trash people. I think we call them sanitation engineers now. They want cash. That's just the bottom line. And there it gets into all kinds of gray areas on the U.S. Postal Service. I think the most they can receive is $20. What I've heard a lot of people do, and I have done in the past, I have not done it this year, and I want to do it, is they leave a box out on the front porch that has some select drinks, like say Gatorade, water, maybe some sodas, and a bunch of snacks. Think in terms of like Oreo cookies, uh, or homemade cookies. So they, have, they have to be in plastic because you don't want animals rummaging through and eating the food. Uh, Cheetos, Doritos, all those kinds of yummy things. And if you leave a sign that says, please take one or two items for the delivery people, they love that. There's nothing better than getting snacks. By the way, if I catch my delivery people, I always have a few extra uh, bags of that popcorn and I give it to them. And again, huge hit. Charities, Everyone is asking for money for charities at this time of the year. And what's fascinating is every place I go to shop, and I've been quite a few recently because we are just finally wrapping up our holiday shopping, they will ask for an extra dollar and maybe it goes to St. Jude's, etc. This is a really great way to give without sort of feeling the major pinch. I will say after a while, it's like, really? Another one? Another one? Another one? But a dollar. Yeah, hopefully, God willing, you're in the place where if you're shopping at four places and you've spent $4, that is a cup of coffee at Starbucks, let's face it. So hopefully you could do that. You and your family could do something charitable together. You could serve a meal. You could help wrap presents for a local uh, group that's gathering them for kids. I believe probably Operation Hope is doing that this year. Uh, that's one of our local organizations. That's not super hard to do some quick research on Google to find out what locally you could be doing to give back in your community. Okay, I'm giving back. And drum roll, my birthday. I started this year on uh, December 8th with giving. So here's my deal. I don't send presents to my clients. A lot of people send them to me. I'm the client of several people. And they send tea and candy and cakes and a lot of food items. And that's very gracious, kind, and wonderful. And we will be serving those food items uh, for Christmas dinner because I'm not eating those. <laughs> I am in, in the midst of doing some weight loss stuff. And I'm really trying very hard not to eat those kinds of foods right now. So you're welcome to send gifts to your clients. I think that's great. I personally do not. I just choose to do as low clutter as possible and as low calorie as possible. So I make a donation in the name of my clients. And this year I chose, and I did this on December 8th, that's why I brought that up, Cancer Couch Foundation, which is located right here in Southport, Connecticut, not far from where I live. Cancer Couch was 
started by a woman named Rebecca Timlin-Sclera. And 100% of the donations and event proceeds go to the cause and all donations are matched. In four years, she's raised $3 million. You're probably, uh, if you're not aware, uh, wondering why I specifically choose Cancer Couch. Well, first of all, that 100% is a really amazing number. I was diagnosed early stage one triple positive breast cancer in uh, September 11th, 2015. I'm now four years cancer-free and I never take that for granted. Sadly, Rebecca just died this past weekend. That's why I brought up December 8th because I think it's really quite amazing that I had chosen Cancer Couch Foundation as where I would be donating and asking for donations this year and just six days later, she's has died. It's just dreadful. In fact, I'm pretty worked up about it. <laughs> I try really hard to stay in a good spot about this. So she formed the foundation to fund research for metastatic breast cancer stage four. And I'm going to read what the website says because it says this is so much better than I ever could. One in eight women will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer in their lifetime. I'm actually one of those one in eight. I had invasive. That's all gone. Six to 10% are diagnosed at stage four, four from the beginning. The rest are diagnosed at stages one through three. So I was early. I'm in that stage one. 30% of those diagnosed with early stage breast cancer will eventually be re-diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, stage four breast cancer. There is no cure for stage four breast cancer. People living with this will be in treatment for the rest of their shortened lives. Rebecca's a case in point. She was, she was young. More than 40,000 people die each year from metastatic breast cancer in the United States alone. And very little of the funding for breast cancer research goes to studying treatment for metastatic breast cancer. Most people who have metastatic breast cancer feel that due to this lack of funding and awareness about the disease, that they are simply being left to die. And that's horrifying to me because God forbid, and I have no intention of this, but we don't know what cards were dealt. There is always the chance I could land in that 30%. And we're not going there because we're going to end on this happy, upbeat note. So follow me on Facebook. You'll be able to donate if you want to. I will make sure to post a link in the show notes. If you feel under no obligation, I honor each person's place where they are. You may support a totally different area uh, for your charity fundraising, and that is fantastic. Anything you're doing out there in the world for other people is just amazing, and I applaud it. Uncluttered holidays the last three weeks. It's not been what I usually talk about on the uncluttered office. The only thing that's uh, in keeping with it is the word uncluttered. But this is my heart. I think it's so important for people to set intentions about how they want to live their lives. And the holidays can be icky. Things happen for people. A very dear girlfriend of mine, her husband died just a few weeks ago. She's entering this holiday time period without her husband. Rebecca just died. Imagine how her family's feeling right now. Not everybody is in the exact same experience. 
some people are going through some really tough, tragic times at, at the holidays. And it's important that we bring them space and grace, whether they're grieving, whether they're missing a family member. Uh, my aunt died of cancer in May. I miss her a lot. I still fully intend to have incredibly happy, wonderful, intentional holidays. In fact, it's funny. Uh, just last night, I was in my daughter's room. My husband had put out uh, this light we have that my Aunt Nancy gave us years ago. I mean, uh, Fred's little red and green sparkles. And I was saying how cool it is that our daughter sleeps in a room where there's this great little red and green dotted light all through a room. It comes through the window and reflects onto the ceiling. And I said, Aunt Nancy would get such a kick out of this. I wish I could send her a photo. <laughs> Well, a little hard to send her a photo now, and I'm quite sure she can tell because wherever she is now, she sees it. We're surrounded by her light. Live your life intentionally. Get your space and your life set up with systems for your success so you can have more free time because that's what success is about. It's really about being able to spend the time with whoever you want doing whatever makes you happy. It's not money, but time that has our greatest gift. Have an amazing holiday. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.